Warning, the Grow Your Salon Fast Show contains content that may offend. The hosts don't care. If you want to grow your salon fast, keep listening and find out more at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. But for now, here's your hosts, Vagar Svanberg and Kat Smith. Welcome to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show. If you're hearing the sounds in the background, it's not Kat hammering the wall, it's her cat doing whatever cats do. Hammering the lotter box. Mm. <laughs> She's stopped now, I think, I hope. Oh my God. I was just saying uh, just before we came on air that this cat has got no brain cells whatsoever. She she uses the litter box instead of scratching the litter over what she's done. She scratches the side of the box. Oh. It makes a hell of a noise and um, doesn't actually achieve very much at all. So, yeah, all, all style and no substance. So that's her routine. She she goes, has uh, whatever she wants to do, and then... Yep. Uh, yeah okay that yeah and then it just sits on the top because she can <laughs> she's trying to dig through the litter box she can't is that a sign cover of, it for is that a sign of um pet uh, uh what would you call it pet craziness when they turn a little when they get a little uh, yeah. yeah no i think she's just interbred you know how you get interbred people well this <laughs> is an interbred cat so <laughs> so 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 far in the inbreeding that she uh, <laughs> Yeah, there's not much left up in the brain department. Okay. No, she looks pretty, but well, okay. what, do the, what does my northern friend say? She says, all fur coat and no knickers. Right. So you've got the important yep. uh, weather updates from the desert. Last time we spoke, or the time before that, I can't remember, there was an unusual weather situation where you actually had loads of rain. And we were all... We yeah. know, we all know how much you love sand. So I'm just checking to see if the sand is back, if the dust is back. Did I tell you why they had lots of rain? Did we? Did I discuss that reason? Not as far They've as I can remember. Spending millions no. and millions and millions of millions of dirham on um, cloud seeding. Have you heard of cloud seeding? No, no, uh, no, no. It's, it's, it's quite interesting. So, from a scientific point of view, it's actually quite fascinating. But what they do is they send up a plane with a whole lot of chemicals in it. Yeah, and they spread it, and they um, if there's clouds forming, so they'll, mm-hmm. they'll in a certain times, and they they deposit this chemical into the into the clouds, which makes them um, release the water in the clouds. So they build up and they release the water. So rather than just clouds just floating around harmlessly doing nothing, which is what they do here, they actually um, they expand and fill up and and uh, release the water um, and they do it in certain areas in the world to do things like to stop major hail sto- mm-hmm. uh, storms you know sometimes you get the massive hail yeah. stones that destroy crops or destroy houses um, you can do cloud seeding to, <clears throat> to break down the hail stones so it's you know it's quite a, a, a good thing I guess but um, here in particular they're testing it and some other places in the states where they will make these clouds form water to and and rain and it that's why it rained so much it rained a lot because it spent absolute millions doing 20 cloud seedings hmm. um but who knows what it's going to be like for the environment in the future if that's something that they choose to do regularly you know why would you mess with what the environment naturally does Ooh, it could have some implications this is scary yeah it has some implications and it is isn't it so you know you don't know always know if when you're playing with things what the consequences are going to be uh, in the future Cut. so yeah maybe it's a good thing to get crops but maybe it's not I, I'm, I'm stunned 
Because um, uh, what you're talking about, it, it's so, <laughs> no, it's so strange. Uh, I'm gonna gonna go uh, come back to the topic of this uh, podcast episode in a moment. But <laughs> you know that what, what people do, they think that say uh, chemtrails that that's you know the same thing. They take a plane, put some chemicals on it, and then. Uh, take it up into the air and spray the chemicals maybe that's what you're being subjected to and maybe it's mind control have you thought about that <laughs> maybe it's maybe it's well maybe it is mind control maybe the yeah uh, maybe that's what is affecting the cat so she can't cover up her own litter in a little box maybe are you feeling maybe any stupider maybe it's a big conspiracy am i feeling any stupider or more positively <laughs> oh, inclined to you know government politicians oh politicians yeah maybe Maybe that's what it is. Maybe I should petition somebody. Maybe I should wear a, a stainless steel hat or a tinfoil hat to stop it from <laughs> coming into my brain cells. What is fascinating is that I've been recently uh, watching or studying quite uh, quite many, um, quite a few um, conspiracy theories. Oh, which is they're always fascinating. It, conspiracy and you theories. Got, yeah, because you got. Those theories like chemtrails and flat earth, which are, you know, obviously not true because the evidence is so so abundant amount of evidence that you can say against with a very high degree of certainty that it's not true. Then we got stuff like 9-11, we got the moon landing and stuff like that, where it's more... Where it's yeah. more, you know, it's more difficult to to say either or, and I'm not saying I'm not not in any way just uh, for the listener. I'm not in any way saying that nine eleven or the moon landing is fake. But the the interesting thing is with these documentaries and all the documentation that actually exists that points in another direction. It's really interesting to kind of explore that, and just think about it, and see. Try to be as objective as possible, and just try to weigh the evidence. Uh, you know, in either direction, just to, to, as a mind game. It's really, really interesting. Yeah. It's interesting how people came up with this, are they an opposite argument or an argument which they totally believe to be true? And you think, where did that come from? How did yeah. they think like that? Why do people why do people think in such an obscure way from what you would normally think? How does that happen? So I have this thing about... Um, Lately, I've been. I know this is your episode, so I'm not going to hijack it too much. But <laughs> too much. <laughs> lately, I've been listening. <laughs> I've been listening to a few podcasts, and one of them was um, from my gym, actually. Um, and they were talking about. Um, he was talking. The gym owner was talking to another chap who set up a business, um, and they're saying, "You know, what were the three things that you you would say were the the most um, important when you to get your success with your new business?" and they talk a lot about the reason why. So I know there's a whole lot of stuff, like, you know, have you heard of the author Simon Sinek yeah. who does, yeah. I love you know, him. what's yeah. your why, and, you know, yeah, and um, and what's, you know, why you do things you do and why people do the things they do. And I was sitting there thinking just before, I thinking, you know, who was that person back in the day who, who wanted to know why? Mm. Wouldn't you want to just string them up now and say, shut the fuck up? Don't ask why, just do. Yeah. Just, it is, it just is, or it just we just do it. Who thought up the reason why? Because sometimes it can be a real barrier to what you're doing. It's like, well, why am I doing yeah. this? And you have to think about it. I was actually, well, I was quite happily going along just doing it. So, 
But I guess the reason why is, and, and as a psychologist myself, I know that it's really important to know people's reasons why, because it's the motivation people mm-hmm. do things and say things, and etc. And it's really important as a marketer to know it people's reasons why, because you can then explore that and you can know what you should be providing to meet their needs or meet their why. Um, and I guess that's what we should be saying is not, what's your why? Because that's just something to ask. It's more... How can I provide something to you to help you achieve your mm-hmm. why? It's true. Does that make it sense? It makes, sense. makes more sense. Makes to me, perfect it? sense. Yeah. Uh, so what I wanted to talk about today, a little bit at least, is is those conspiracy theories, and I want to, but I want to to take a more the most realistic one and talk a little bit about that today, and that's got to do with Shakespeare. People have. People have said for centuries that Shakespeare probably didn't write the works. He was... that's right. the. he had some monkeys sitting on a typewriter. He's, uh, there is another guy, he's called Francis Bacon. He was a very famous politician, yep. philosopher, yeah, and all that, a researcher, he did scientist, he did, did all, the, all that kind of stuff. He's what very highly intelligent. He was an overachiever. Man. He's in his also time. <laughs> he was also a cryptographer. And during those times uh-huh. they relied heavily on crypto crypto I can't even speak today. Cryptography. Blah, 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 blah. Put your false teeth. It was back very in. Uh, dangerous to uh, to publish all your thoughts and ideas and having networks where you collaborated with others that was prohibited. You could get killed. Uh, from having that, from having right. different well, ideas, from good, opposing the queen. Good motivation not to have ideas. Yeah, having other <laughs> oh, yeah, ideas, I'm opposing sure. the queen, basically, or, and stuff like that, that could get you killed. The, the queen and the, the, you know, the people in control, they had spies everywhere, so you couldn't be sure. So what you did yeah, is yeah. that you started a, a, a small little, you had your own little congregation of people and you developed a secret language to, to talk to each other. And that's yeah. the theory here is... You're listening to the Grow your salon fast show with cat and vagard remember to sign up for the podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com so this is like the illuminati um, uh, yeah yeah you could say but it's a bit different because what they think is the okay. mo- motivation behind using shakespeare's a straw man is that there was um you had the freemasons who wanted to bring people the knowledge of reading and writing that was the goal they wanted right. people to be able to read and write and not just to be informed to be and informed. enlightened yeah so yeah, the yeah. theory the hypothesis yeah. is that they have their network they wanted to spread the knowledge but they couldn't spread the knowledge the ordinary way because that would get them killed because it wasn't in the people in rules interest oh. to teach people to read yep. and write because that Teach, meant you no, know, it was because of power to be governed by the church who you had exactly the church you. said yep. no the they queen said the no what they wanted them to know yes yep so the people who were reading and writing were quite powerful weren't they so when you wrote something you were a very powerful person exactly <laughs> which is still today uh, it's true mm-hmm. and I'll get back to that in a moment um, the thing is that in short what they think is that Mr Francis Bacon knew that using the theatre for teaching people was very powerful. It's like our, you know, our YouTube. It was the same thing. It's a very easy way of educating people. (laughs) So the idea is that... I like that. 
<laughs> Shakespeare's Globe was our YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> I think there should be a bumper sticker. There. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go and tell Shakespeare's Globe that's what they are. You're just an old-fashioned YouTube. And that's the theory why you know Shakespeare's works are you know anything from tragedy to comedy. It's everything in between. Yeah. And they think. Yeah. So it's education. Yeah, they think that probably, you know, there were a, a whole lot of people writing the works, but that they were all published through okay. Shakespeare. He was the guy fronting it. And in that, by doing it that so way... So he was the full man, just in case something went no, wrong. Yeah, but... <laughs> he was the one who was up for a getting... In a way, but by doing it through a straw man, you could kind of secretly publish your ideas and works without right. people making the connection back to you. So if you were a scientist yeah. or a highly intelligent man with these motives, they couldn't come and kill you because they wouldn't know that you were the brain behind the, the works. So so hang on a minute. Poor old William. <laughs> Poor old William. He, uh, he is now getting denigrated for not actually have written all this stuff. Perhaps, what, what if he did write all this stuff? What if he was that intelligent? <laughs> I'd be pretty pissed off if people were going around about me saying, I wish Cat didn't really write that book. Yeah. Someone else wrote it for We her. can't know for sure, yeah. but what we do know... No. What we do know is that there are many things we don't know about Shakespeare, and there are many things... <laughs> That's profound. Uh, no, and there are many <laughs> things do that know. don't make sense <laughs> if you start looking at history, if you right. start looking at the documentation. So, yeah. What has this got to do with growing yourself on the that's what, what I want it, to know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what has Shakespeare got to do with this? Yeah. It's got to do with is that even so, the evidence, are, I wouldn't say you have mounting evidence, but you have clear evidence. They've been able to find codes, they've been able to find pentagrams, logos, stuff like that hidden in Shakespeare's works, which strongly indicates that there is a link. And there's a great, uh, great right. documentary uh, about this called the. Um, uh, Sweet Swan of Avon, uh, which is a documentary you can find on Vimeo, which is really cool and explains all this in detail. If you would like to, if you want to watch that, it's, it's highly recommended just for, you know, if not for anything but amusement, but just for entertainment very, very purposes. entertaining. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Uh, uh, it, but, but despite that evidence, you still have the professors, you still got the experts on Shakespeare shaking their heads, refusing to believe it and not wanting to look at the evidence. They don't even want to look at okay. what these guys have found and want to look at the evidence. So is this a bit like the fora effect that we believe what we want to believe because we already have our own beliefs around it and we have our own system. They've built yeah. their entire careers on, you know, Shakespeare being mm. Shakespeare and then know, knowing everything about it. And, you know, if they, if they, if they turn around now, then they will lose a lot of credibility. That's probably why they still insist mm. it. And, you know, what to, to get this, you know, over to your business and what you do, it's about not believing... Finally, here's not the link. There is a link. <laughs> and it's about not believing what everyone says, especially perhaps experts or people, you know, uh, claiming that the way we've been doing stuff is the way we should do stuff or telling you telling sure. you what to do because yeah. my my whole point is that what you do when you you know you can learn from other people <laughs> yeah, fine. It, that's fine but <laughs> yeah. you should look at the evidence you should see what works for yourself yeah, and do it for yourself exactly yeah, yeah. and not believe yeah. not funny, take anyone's it? word you know regarding what say it's what possible. works to get stuff sold 
Uh, and not least, not least what, what people are willing to pay for it. Just those simple things uh, are things you should probably try out yourself rather than just taking people's word for it. Yeah. So that was my, my takeaway. I agree. Yeah. That was your thing. <laughs> <laughs> and, and even if it's something you firmly believe in, you should need to be open to, is there another view? What's the evidence around that? What are the results? And you always look at results. So if somebody's down the road doing something and they're not getting results and then, you know, they're doing a Instagram campaign and it's all singing and dancing that's beautiful and there's pretty pictures and, you know, they're getting thousands of likes, but how much money are they making from that? What are they paying their bills? Are they making profit? Are they are their staff happy? Are they, you know, look at their actual results, not mm-hmm. what's so pretty in front of you and what's looking yeah. good. Because it might be that yes that campaign is fantastic and it's getting them results could be that um you know they're making more profit than they've ever made before and that they're getting more clients through the door that they've ever wanted and all the rest of it or it could be Mm -hmm. not it could be they're making nothing it could be that they're paying an awful lot of time energy and sometimes money if they're getting someone else to do it for them to get very little through the door Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah, results speak for themselves don't they so that's the evidence that you're looking for exactly one way of um Getting a more neutral view of your business is sometimes to talk to someone who can look at it from the outside. So I also want to relate this to our our breakthrough calls, which we have been uh, talking about for quite a while, where you can have someone from the outside look at your business kind of objectively and try to look at the facts. Because that's what we do in the breakthrough calls. We, We... ask you to give us some details and we look at the facts and we tell you our interpretation of those facts and we ask you if you agree basically that's the uh, that's what we do uh, and if you'd like to do that uh, then where can I go Kat? All you need to do is simply log on to www.thegrowyoursellingfastshow.com forward slash start and book a call mm-hmm. simple as simple that as easy that. peasy just book one that's con- convenient for you, either with Vigard or myself. doesn't matter. We don't care. Well, we do care, but we don't mm, mind. We don't mind. <laughs> We're not precious about who we speak to. We're not too bothered. <laughs> uh, yeah. Line up. You know, if you want to load up Vigard with calls, that's great. I don't have to do anything. I can just go and lie on the beach. That's fine. I don't mind that either. <laughs> Brilliant. So that's all I had to say today, really. Or not. Oh, do you know what? It was quite fascinating because uh, I think we talked more about conspiracy than we talked about anything else. But, but it is fascinating because um, it challenges the way you think. Well, and I, and I guess uh, that's the thing, isn't it? Humans get very lazy. We get very lazy. Um, and we don't like to think because it takes up quite a lot of effort. It does. Um, and it uses up quite a lot of calories. So... Um, the more we do it, though, the better off we are. The more we see, the more we experience. And funnily enough, the evidence shows the longer we live, the more we use our brain. Are you saying this through... through I can't speak today. Are you saying there's a true to the theory that you can think yourself slim? <laughs> Just think enough and you'll burn enough calories <laughs> and you'll, you'll be slim. Just like that, on the sofa. Yeah, if you don't shove anything down your gob at the same time, <laughs> probably you can. I think, don't think there's a causation there, but there is a, probably a correlation. If I think that I need that donut, I am not going to be losing calories mm-hmm. if I eat it. Mm-hmm. So stop thinking about it. Brilliant. Thank you very much for another fantastic podcast. See you next Bye-bye. time. Bye-bye. You've been listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. 
share, and sign up for your podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com.